Welcome to the Working Moms Podcast, featuring inspiring stories and resources for the modern working mom. I'm your host, Pamela Moss, estate planning attorney, mom, and owner of Law Mother. All right, welcome to the Working Moms Podcast. Today, we are here with Lori. Um, she's going to be telling us all about transitioning back to work after maternity leave in a more calm and successful way. Welcome, Lori. Thank you so much for having me, Pamela. It's a pleasure to be here. Can you introduce yourself to our community? Absolutely. So my name is Lori Mahalik-Levin. I wear two hats professionally in that I am a lawyer and partner at a global law firm where I practice Medicare reimbursement law. And in the other half, I'm on a 50% schedule, I should say, at the law firm. And in the other half of my professional work week, I run a program called Mindful Return, that helps new parents transition back to work after parental leave in a much more calm and empowered way than I did it. Um, I am also a mom to two wonderful redheaded boys who are ages seven, almost eight in just a couple weeks and one recently turned 10. They are in second and fourth grade and have been with me full time at home since the beginning of the pandemic on that fateful Friday the 13th of March. And I'm very, very, very ready to re-engage our village and have school start up again. Um, I'm also married to a wonderful redhead, so we are a redheaded family of four. My husband's a career coach and uh, we live in Washington, DC. Awesome, and before we jump into your background and the topic, I always wanna start off with kind of what's your number one tip for working moms that are listening? Or my number one working tip is that micro mindset shifts and micro self-care really actually matters. So people think I don't have time to take, you know, an hour for myself or an afternoon off or whatever. And I get it in early working parenthood, there's like no margin, but the little five minutes here, the little two minute shifts there actually really can change your mindset. Um, And I'll give you an example. So before uh, COVID struck and I did have a commute, I would take the Metro here in DC and then I would walk for five or 10 minutes to my office. And for a very long time after my kids were born on my commute from the Metro to the office, I would stop, I don't know, at a park bench or in a hotel lobby if it was raining or snowing. And I'd turn on Insight Timer, the free meditation app and just sit there for five minutes and clear my head and sort of shift and transition from mommy life to work life. And just those pauses, the intentional pauses really made all the difference in my day. So whether it's a nighttime gratitude practice or a chance to like reflect while you're in the shower alone and no one's attached to you, I think that those moments can help to ground us and we don't need a ton of time to do it. I love that. And it's so helpful, that example that you gave. And I love the term micro that is so, um, it's so right on and it's so important because I do think so so many of us have that misconception that we have to take on everything, right? That we have to go for like a five-day wilderness retreat or like a five-day spa day to feel relaxed. And it really is those moments in the day. So I just love that tip. Um, So kind of starting with your background and how you got into um, both law and helping new parents. Can you kind of share with us your story? Sure. And just to start off with, I would love a five-day wilderness retreat. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would go to a five days in the middle of anywhere being in COVID right now. But, you know, if we don't have the five days, the little ones matter. But um, how I got into law, I was a public policy major in undergrad, always sort of wanted to help problem solve and uh, sort of found my natural interest aligning with 
law firm, uh, law school, and then a law firm afterwards. I knew I wanted to do regulatory law because it was sort of policy oriented and I love foreign languages and regulations are kind of like foreign languages and you have to translate them and you know try to turn them into English. Um, I did a summer associate position at a law firm where I dabbled in a couple of different regulatory practices and really fell in love with a healthcare practice and um, really enjoyed representing hospitals and health systems and that's where I focused my attention. Um, how I got into mindful return was sheer desperation. I was working in-house in a policy role um, for a trade association when I had both of my children and I returned to work full time. And although it was a family-friendly environment, nobody was talking about how hard that transition was to working parenthood. And I could go online and find classes related to everything that my baby might need, but not to what I might need as a working parent and how to make that transition uh, personally and professionally into working parenthood. And so as I was looking around for resources and getting angry that there weren't any, my MBA entrepreneurial husband said, well, what are you going to do about this lack of resources? And I said, okay, fine. Um, and I started a working parent group at my office. And then I wound up founding Mindful Return as a program specifically designed to help parents navigate that transition back. That is so powerful. And I think um, so many, so much of what you just said resonated with me because I'm going through that transition myself right now. I have a four month old baby I'm yeah. working. So it's definitely very present to my journey, but I know a lot of our listeners are kind of in the same boat or, um, have been in the past and have friends that do, or thinking about going, um, there as well. So that's so helpful to hear. So kind of for people who are listening for moms that are listening, who want to transition back to work what are your kind of tips or advice for them on that topic? Sure, so I mean, we could talk for hours and hours on the topic, but the course that I teach is really run around four themes. So maybe I'll offer one tip in each of the different themes. Um, the first is your mindset for going back. The second is logistics, third is leadership, and the fourth is community. And really I found that if I had focused on those four prongs in my own return, I would have been a lot more calm and collected about it. So on the mindset piece, I mean, I've already talked about the, the micro pieces, but I think another um, mindset shift really is sort of zooming out and seeing a big picture on a more, on a daily basis. Um, you know, is this going to matter in my life or the life of my baby in a day, a week, a year from now? And if not, like, let's let it go. Um, on the logistical front, um, I mean, there's any number of directions we could go in terms of logistics and things are so different with COVID right now. Um, I mean, my big tip around pumping, for example, used to be uh, to schedule time on your calendar at various points of the day so that you can pump. Maybe now you're doing it with your baby in the next room and you're just having the baby come in and out so you don't need that. Um, but I'd say like ramping up and phasing in is a really, I think, good strategy so that you're not going full bore on day one, whether you're starting in the middle of the week or having, you know, two days or a couple of days where you're half day and then phasing in as you go um, and phasing your child into childcare if you're using that too. On the leadership front, my number one tip is to sit down and literally write down all the skills that you are gaining as a working parent that are going to be helpful in your career. And let me tell you, there are many. A lot of people are only thinking about the downsides of working parenthood, how they're somehow less valuable to their colleagues because they can't be immediately available around the clock 24 seven. 
Well, I'm here to say that I truly believe that parenthood is the perfect training ground for leadership and the skills that we are gaining, I think we need to be talking about them more. So, I mean, I'm sure after, you know, this four and a half months, you can already see how you are prioritizing better. You are meeting the demands of clients who can't clearly articulate their needs, right? I mean, these are all very translatable skills that we want to emphasize and make sure people know about. And then the fourth thing, fourth category is community. And there I'd say find other working parent colleagues at your organization, at other organizations. These are the people who are going to remind you that you're not nuts. <laughs> you are not crazy. Like we're all doing this together. Your questions are normal. Like it is a normal thing to have a baby. It's a normal thing to love your job. And we were all just sort of figuring all of this out together. So there were so many great things that you said there. And I kind of just want to unpack a few of those. And the first was kind of this mindset pillar. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you talked about, you know, one tip is the micro piece. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you gave some other tips and something that I often hear, actually someone just posted about it in our working moms community for this um, podcast. Um, just this feeling of, you know, I'm almost at my three month point and I don't want to leave my child or I'm having all this stress around it. And I'd imagine you have some thoughts around mindset about kind of that initial transition into it. And that's those feelings of guilt and that those feelings of stress. And, and do you have any specific tips around that? Yes, a whole bunch. So first of all, know that whatever you're feeling, whether it's distress, glee, all of the above at the same time is totally normal. And I think it's important to just feel those things, like sit with the feeling and say like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling really sad right now. That's okay. Sometimes we try to run away from it. Um, another thing that I would say is sort of back to that transition point, if you can practice a little bit, right? Like the first day I dropped my child off at daycare, pre-COVID of course, so daycare was open and there was no problem in that regard. Um, but I dropped him off for two hours. It was a nine to 11 window. I dropped him off. I, I wasn't going to work that week because I was going to transition to work the following week. So transition your child in before you go back to work, that can help. I came home, I bawled my eyes out, I pumped and I went and picked him up. And, you know, I saw that he was fine. Day two was much better. It was just like getting over that first initial moment. And then the third thing that I'd say is remind yourself, and I've had to remind myself on any number of occasions, that the definition of abandonment is not placing your child in the care of a competent individual and coming back and picking them up later in a loving way and engaging all sorts of your, all angles of yourself and your personality. If you look up abandonment in the dictionary, and I wrote a blog post on this where I literally looked it up, like it, it has nothing to do with you going to work and maintaining a really healthy bond with your child. So that helps reassure me that I'm not doing something wrong here. People since the dawn of time have engaged their villages and caring for their children, what we do that's weird is expect that it's just one person who's supposed to be doing it. That's so helpful. And, you know, then kind of the next piece that you were talking about is leadership. And I love that you kind of have talked about that, you know, there are so many skills you're gaining as a new parent and really communicating those um, in, a, in a helpful way for your career. Is some of that writing it down for your own mindset or is some of it writing it down so that you can advocate for yourself in your career as you kind of progress forward? 
Yes and yes. I'd say they're good reasons to write it down for all, you know for yourself and so that you can remember to bring it up in conversations. So you can remind your manager. And one thing I always encourage and new parents to do is to take credit for a well-planned leave and return in your annual review when you come back. So I've had um, people say to me, oh, but I took like six months off or eight months off or four months off last year. So I don't, you know, my company told me I don't really need to fill out my review. No, fill out your annual review. You did a lot of things in your role before you left, probably, you know, you probably accomplished some things that you aren't even remembering. And if you made that transition in and out of leave for your team and yourself go smoothly, that is hidden office housework that we need to raise to the surface and to be talking about. It doesn't magically happen. Um, you know, I was talking to a law firm where there was a dad who you couldn't see that he was going out on paternity leave because he wasn't growing. And one day he left and he didn't come back for a month. And he hadn't told his team until the day that he left that he was going on paternity leave and things were in disarray. And to me, that illustrates the fact that it is not inevitable that everything will flow smoothly and you will have everything lined up and the transitions will have been handed off correctly. So I think we take for granted all the work that moms do leading up to that period. Um, and really we need to be highlighting it and taking some credit for it ourselves. That's so helpful. And I think it's really easy to kind of forget about kind of what you are bringing to the team in both situations. And I'd imagine some of your advice around um, having a more calm and successful return from maternity leave has changed because of COVID. You've kind of touched on some of it. Is there anything else as far as advice or tips that you've been giving people um, in the situation right now during the pandemic? Yeah, I think connecting with other people is probably all the more important and probably harder for all of us to do, right? There are so many fewer opportunities to meet up with other new moms in person. And I, I know that people are feeling really isolated. So joining a program like Mindful Return to connect other working parents or finding your working parent group at your office and really like connecting to those people, I think is probably all the more important now. Noise canceling headphones are a big one for people whose babies are crying in the next room. And I think really like savoring the silver linings that it's bringing and possibly you're not having to say goodbye to your child every day in a way that you might've had you had a daycare drop off. Um, and maybe you're not having to pump as much or whatever, you know, really like appreciating the fact that you have those and um, setting boundaries. I know we could probably go on a whole hour long conversation just about that, but I'd say that it is so important to your own mental health to set some boundaries between, you know, work, baby, shutdown time at night, um, just so that you are not burning out like the very first week you're back in the office, office in quotes. <laughs> that's, that's so helpful. Um, so you've mentioned your course and your blog. Can you kind of tell us a little bit more about the resources that you have available through your um, business and um, how people can get lined up with those? Sure. So first off, if you go to mindfulreturn.com, um, you can immediately access a free document called 99 questions to to ask yourself before, during, and after maternity leave, which can sort of guide you through those four pillars and get you thinking along the lines of the type of you know, suggestions I was giving. Um, but we have a four-week online program. Uh, there's a version for new moms and a version for new dads uh, that you can access through our website. We start up a new cohort every other month. 
And it's an online course. So you're in a group with other people who are all returning to work around the same time you are, but it's completely asynchronous. So you don't have to be anywhere at any given time of day or night. You're in a private portal. You're able to connect with everybody through these message boards under each of the lessons in the course. So it's a good way to connect that way. We also have a template maternity leave plan and a template paternity leave plan available on our website, which is, you know, I'm a huge advocate of actually documenting and writing down your strategy for how you're going to go out and the work you're going to transition and having a structured conversation with your managers and supervisors about that. And this document can help you to do that. Um, I co-host a podcast myself called Parents at Work, which you can feel free to check out. We interview people in different industries and sectors in each uh, episode. So we've got like lawyer moms and lawyer dads and accountant moms and accountant dads and that sort of thing. So feel free to check that out as well. That um, is, oh God. One last thing, I forgot to mention my book, uh, Back to Work After Baby, which you can find on Amazon. Um, that is so helpful. And we'll definitely include all of that in the show notes. Um, you know, before we wrap up here, I always ask our guests, what is your legacy? What is the legacy you're creating? The legacy I'm creating is normalizing working parenthood. <laughs> I blare it from the rooftops that I've got these kids and I'm a kick-ass partner at a law firm. And it is possible to have the street cred and have babies as well. I like to say it is a normal human thing to do to have children. And I just want to keep saying that louder and louder to, to everyone who will listen to it. So to the extent um, I can make someone feel like their journey is more normal and less something to be terrified of and guilty about, then I think I will have succeeded. That's beautiful. And one question that I was just thinking of based on some of the resources that you described when is the best time for someone to kind of go through your course? If someone's pregnant, um, is that the best time? Or do you have people kind of in all the phases, some people that come to you early on, some people that come to you later? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, we have people in all the phases. About two thirds of the people in the course are actually on leave while they're taking it. And I think that's probably the best time to take it for three reasons. One, your baby has arrived. So you kind of understand what some of these issues are. Two, your anxiety is probably spiking in the middle of leave as to how the heck am I gonna be returning? And then um, the third thing is you have a little bit more time to work through the material. We recommend that you spend about 15 or 20 minutes a day over the four week period you know, during the weekdays of over four weeks. Um, although you can do it anytime you want, you can catch up on weekends, you can catch up after the course is over, whatever. Um, but I find that it tends to be a self-care activity for new parents, like while they're on leave, that they can use to feel connected to a community and have something to check off a list every day. They're like, oh my gosh, thank you for giving me something that I can accomplish, you know, and check off and feel really good about. Um, so that's about two thirds of the people, about a third take it after they come back, sometime within the first six to nine months after they've come back from work, particularly if they're feeling like they're struggling. And then we always have a small handful of type A overeager pregnant women who really want to know what's going to happen next. I mean, I'll count myself among them. I was one of them. Um, the good thing is that no matter which session you sign up for, we always allow you to come back for any future session within the next couple of months at no additional charge so that you can, you know, if you come when you're pregnant, come back again when you've had your baby or come back again after you've gone back to work and just join a different cohort and, you know, refresh yourself on the themes of the course and get to know a different group of, of working moms. The time that I recommend not taking the course, the exact week that you are coming back 
to, to the office. Don't start the course on the day you're going back to work. There's just so much going on. Don't add the added stress of it, right? Oh, I hope that answered your question. It did. Thank you so much. And before we sign off, um, what is the best way for people to get in touch with you? And is there any kind of final thoughts that you'd like to share with us on this topic? Great. So best way is through my website, mindfulreturn.com. Uh, there's a contact page on there. Also, if you saw this episode and want to go in and link in with me in your LinkedIn request, just say that you saw this podcast episode and I'm happy to link in with you and we can always uh, message back and forth that way. Um, Mindful Return is on all the usual social media platforms. So you can follow us for some good inspiration on uh, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. And we've just joined Clubhouse. So now we're going to be having some chats around parental leave on Clubhouse as well. Um, parting thoughts, like you can do this. It's a one baby foot, one baby foot, one baby step in front of the, the next, um, you know, day after day, sometimes you'll think, I have no idea how I'm going to do this. And then you look and say, well, I just did it yesterday. So I guess I can do it today too. Um, so, you know, I think really we can just keep picking each other up and putting one foot up in front of the next. Thank you so much, Lori. It was so great talking to you. Thank you so much for having me. Hey mama, I hope you enjoyed today's episode head over to my website, lawmother.com forward slash podcast for all the show notes and links you heard in today's episode. You'll also be able to get access to my free legal tool for you to name legal guardians for your children to protect them and have that peace of mind. It's all right there at lawmother.com.